You're listening to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, episode 76. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! What's crack-a-lacking podcast world? Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 76. 76. That's a good one. <laughs> Thanks, CC. I didn't see that one coming. You never know, John. Me either. I just dreamed it up. <laughs> the unexpected last minute. Well, guys, um, today we're coming to you with some pretty amazing news um, for the bros. And we're going to delve into that. But topic-wise, we are going with never lose sight of your dreams in life. Um, I think we all have dreams for one thing or another. Could be some small, um, short-term type dreams. Could be long-term dreams. Could be dreams we've had as a kid. Could be dreams that are completely unrealistic. I'm not really sure. Um, But I think we all have dreams in one way or another. And so we thought that'd be a good topic. We'll probably delve into some of our own dreams, differences between maybe a dream and a goal. Is there really a difference? Um, Maybe talk about some real life things uh, like Phil Mickelson at 50, just winning a PGA championship. Uh, So what y'all think of the topic, guys? Dream on, dream on. I get to say that again. Yes, I forgot about (laughs) that. With old Tyler. That's right. I was like, wait, which one did we do that with? Which cast was that? Tyler Smith. Tyler Smith. Tyler Smith. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Searching for Seven, the book. Yes, I forgot about that. That was a good one. Yeah, it's a great episode, guys. Y'all want to check that out. So um, before we get cracking in, though, CC's got our good old Would You Rather. All right, guys. My turn. Would You Rather. Looking at some of my list I had made a while back. see what he comes up with after his last I know, dude. That one was pretty I know. It was good. Good one. One best of all time. I'm not sure I could beat that one. one. This one will be good, though. This will still get you, you know, simple, but, you know, there's got to be an answer. Would you rather never get tired or never have to go to the bathroom? Mm. Are you talking about tired as in exercising or tired as in going down and sleep? What kind of fatigue are we talking here? Yes, when I first read it, I was thinking sleep. So you never need sleep or you never have to go to the bathroom. I would go with never sleeping. I mean, six, eight hours a night. I mean, you lose that much of your life. Um, you know, laying down on the pillow, going to sleep. Um, you know, in our situation, we've got the kids still attacking us at night, so we already lose a little bit through there. Um, so, man, I think that would be a huge pickup of, you know, time that you have in your life that you could read, exercise, um, turn into a night owl. I don't know. I think that would be pretty cool. How about you, hot dog? I think I would go with sleep too, but I am trying to think about the benefits you do get from sleeping though, like your body um, getting healed, mind getting healed, rest. I think you would get all that you. though. You well, need I don't, it, so no. you know. I'm I'm, 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 I don't really know what the benefit. You know, well, you would die if you didn't sleep. So, well, we're not saying yeah. you would die, but 
I guess that's the power Obviously, you have. With you, the, yeah, yeah with this get... question, but I'm still thinking of the potential benefits that you could gain from it too, like even from a 20-minute nap. Like sleep can be good at times, even though I don't believe in a ton of sleep. We've you wouldn't need that. it though. I mean, you're just able to bounce. I know, just but bounce. I, I get that. But I'm saying let's just pretend you don't need it. It keeps you where it is. But if you did sleep, would it make you potentially even better? I don't know. Am I going to live so longer? I'm not sleep? really sure. If it's just no and I stay exactly where I am, yes, I would take the sleep. I'm just trying to make sure I'm not missing something with the person who ever came up, you know, yeah, beyond Craig, who came up with the question. <laughs> I was hoping you would say not going to the bathroom so I could say, you're full of, you know what. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with sleep. CC? Yeah, um, I thought about it as well. And my, my initial reaction is to say the sleep, like Steve said, man, you could just, we just, before this cast, we're talking about accomplishing some activities and the t- lack of time, but man, <laughs> exactly, you could do everything and anything you wanted and maybe even work on towards your dreams. But when you think about it, <laughs> get those dreams together. Um, I guess that means you, when you close your eyes, nothing happens. Like if you ever take a nap or, you know, I know there's like a psychological benefit to letting your, like closing your eyes and falling asleep and that sort of peaceful, you know, but if you don't get tired, you don't need that. Um, so yeah, I guess that would that's what I'd go for. You know, Dude, bros up all night. Here we go, baby. Can you imagine <laughs> all the internet work CC could do? Oh man, you can record at night. Yeah, like, there'd be no time away from work or our families. It'd be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, like we can record for six hours tonight. <laughs> oh, that'd be nuts. Oh man, not too bad, CC. I mean, I thought it over a little bit there. Um, okay. So the topic today is on dreams. We kind of came up with this, well, in light of what we've got going on. And for listeners of the podcast world, especially those who have been with us since the way beginning, Hot Dog has begged the two gentlemen in the room to go on a trip. John claims we, he and I have been on a lavish trip for a, true. a work conference. Um, wouldn't necessarily call that. John went on a work conference and Hot Dog amazing. came. <laughs> and We're shockingly, I really have asked this. I don't know how many times I've asked y'all to go on a trip in the last couple years about a thousand thousand and one <laughs> <laughs> well we were talking last week after we recorded which was on a friday and we're now on a tuesday so a mere few days later and both the guys really hopped in but one of which was cc which i knew would be the real cog in this machine for john because really both of us will do whatever cc wants in life for the most <laughs> part um yeah, crazy and cc cc seemed on board and then he got some approval from the next day from from April, which we're super appreciative. And the next thing I know, we're off to Boston. Yeah, we'll get back to that trip that uh, we had to cancel at the beginning of COVID. Um, you know, good buddy, good friend of the family lives up there. Um, so looking forward to getting to see him, maybe get a little local tour action going on whenever we get up there. So that'll be pretty neat. Uh, I know it was something that we're all looking forward to whenever you had that CC had a conference. Yeah, CC had a yeah. conference. Yeah, CC had a conference. Hey, you were going to get credit for the trip. I, I tell you what, and, but, you know, my yeah. your conference didn't count. <laughs> Pre-COVID, pre-COVID, you know, we could travel and go to things. I had a conference I was excited about. Matt says, "Where are you going?" I said Boston. He's like, "I think we're both going to Boston." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Come on, man!" And then Steve had family or friends up there, and so yeah. we were turning into something. So now here we are. COVID's wrapping up. We're going to pick up where we left off. Maybe this will be the beginning of many more. It was a minor shock for me. This has been a dream. We've never traveled together, the podcast crew here. So we'll try to shoot a podcast from up there. Um, and I, I just want to say thanks to UCC for saying <laughs> that we would do this. Um, because this is classic. Thanks to UCC. John, you know, I've, I've really asked John to go forever. And at one point he did agree to go on a trip with me. And then Greenpaw came with us, um, which was 
about three years ago now, over that. And John has never committed to me until you said yes, CC. Oh. And then he committed to coming, and then it was, uh, I'm going to go a day later. And then CC decided, hey, we can go a day earlier. And lo and behold, who's on our flight? John. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. It's going to be a blast. Well, you know... I've heard this. I've heard the stories of the travel diva episodes, and I just couldn't do that to my man. Leave him there alone. <laughs> Me and Greg uh, will be deal just with the travel the diva. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, it gets it gets burdensome. So you need to spread that around a little bit. That, that's helpful. Um, so couldn't leave my man to his own devices with a <laughs> Greg and I, I, I are cut from the same cloth. I think when it comes to travel wise, so I'm really not worried about Craig, about Craig. You and Cannon actually are probably in the same boat on the. The flip side of this, um, <laughs> but lo and behold, this is a shock. Um, I'm still kind of holding my breath. We leave in about three weeks from when this is being recorded here, so hopefully we get there. We'll try to shoot a podcast from there and let y'all know what's going on with it, but it's also a good way to toggle in to today's topic, which is dreams, having a dream in life, as this was hot dogs, one of my personal dreams to get the guys out on the road here. Um, what y'all think about dreams, boys? Well, you know, in one of our earlier podcasts, I can't remember which one it was, you know, I talked about some of the earlier dreams that I had in life was to be an ant farmer. Um, and that was, I recall, that was something that, you know, never materialized for me, kind of got pushed in a different direction. Um, my dad wasn't super excited about it. So, uh, that was one that I probably gave up on too early. You know, I sent y'all an article not long after that. And look, there's people making all kinds of money, having a nice little, um, you know, vocation doing that kind of stuff. Ant farming, pretty cool. Another one was wanted to be an underwear model. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I can actually see you doing that. Turns out I don't have the hips for it. So <laughs> that was just more of a Is this for real? biological standpoint. So anyway, of course, why wouldn't I? I could see you doing that for <laughs> that sure. That was back in like, <laughs> the, remember the Marky Mark days? He had to, you know, sport around his little underwear and the girls loved it. And the dudes were like, yeah, I'm going to have a body like that one day. <laughs> <laughs> I think dreams is awesome. It's a great one. I can't wait to talk about it. I think, uh, you know, it's who doesn't have dreams of what they want to be in, when they grow up or what they want to accomplish or what they're hoping for their family. And I look forward to talking about um, how some people manifest those dreams and make them a reality. And sometimes we don't. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be good. I think that's a great point, Craig. Um, I was thinking the difference really in a goal and a dream was something, but that's another thing. I think a lot of us have dreams, um, desires, wants, things that we aspire to, um, but don't really have the willpower, the want. You know, it's a thought that never really becomes a reality. Um, and I think that is a pretty good prelude into this situation. For myself, I would say currently, I've always had the dream, still waiting on it to become a reality, and that is to find a wife so I can have a family. Um, not, not just the wife for the family. I'd like a wife that's... <laughs> I'd like a wife to provide me a family. <laughs> hey, it's a package deal. <laughs> Save you a lot of time. That sounded wrong, but you know what I mean. Oh, we read you. We read you. And I will say, you know... It's a dream boat. <laughs> but it's been a dream of mine for a long time. And... um Really, my old Lady J and I were talking the other day about this wonderful dream that I have, and I really don't even have any other wants, dreams in my life. I would like to see this podcast get picked up a little bit, which we had a nice little 20-minute prelude to this podcast, I mean, to recording this, talking about, but what about some of y'all's dreams in life, currently, at this day? Kylie, my dreams have changed so much over time, you know, 
and it's funny looking back at them, you know, as far as I remember being a kid and, and wanting to, you know, I want a good job one day, I want a family and kids and, you know, but even then before that, when I was, you know, before I gotten in shape, I just dreamed about what it would be like to be in good shape. And it's fun to look back and see what that journey, the times where you say you're going to accomplish something and you don't, and then what finally pushes you over the tipping point to kind of make that a reality. And something I mentioned in a previous podcast, like when do your shoulds become musts? Yeah. Like I should do this, I should do that. But whenever it becomes an absolute must, I'll, I'll look forward to talking about that. But yeah, my dreams right now are just, you know, my kids are getting older, you know, just I want to see them, you know, continue along the path they're on. I want to try to hopefully they'll have the same moral standards we raised them with. And, you know, they'll have a little family one day. And there's always dreams and things you want to accomplish in your career and, and little goals like this podcast and side projects we work on and just things at this point, it's, it's fun to dream. And, um, like when life's comfortable, I think sometimes it's hard to make some of those things reality because you're comfortable, right? There's not any, it just becomes on, you know, how, how important is it to you to, to make those things a reality? Yeah. I think everybody's dreams and goals kind of change over time. Um, I think it's important to, to note that, you know, for most people, you know, you dream about, you know, whatever it may be, but if you don't ever put anything in motion in order to accomplish that dream, it just remains that remains a wish. It remains something that you would love to have, but you don't take any steps towards achieving that goal. And, you know, for me, I'm, I'm on the same path with CC over there, you know, wanting to have a great spiritual life for the family, um, continuing to do, um, you know, the profession that I love doing, enjoy doing, that was something that I wanted to do. Um, and you know, from a young age, so it's been something that I've been able to achieve and been holding on to ever since and, uh, get up every morning and love doing it. So I think it's just an evolution, but of where you are in life and, uh, all of those things change, you know, no ant farming, but I guess it's not too late to go back to the ant farming roots. Never too young, buddy. And I think that is true. John uh, really does love what he does every day he wakes up. I, I think he, he does eat, sleep, and breathe it. And you can tell it is kind of a, a dream that's he's getting to live out every single day, which I think is pretty cool. Craig, I think you and I kind of relate on this a little bit. And so far as we are both dreamers, we aspire to, like, if we want to do something, I don't think that we're like, um, let's just be do it kind of halfway or do it on a small scale. We, we dream big. Do you think that's something that you're – people are born with that habit or that way of thinking, or do you think it's more something that kind of comes uh, over time? You know, that's a good point. Um, I do think we're shaped to some extent as kids with our beliefs um, and what we're told is possible and impossible. You know, you tell, you know, you tell your parents, oh, I'm going to be a, a this one day. It's like, well, be realistic, you know, <laughs> you know, you know, you know, as opposed to saying, yeah. Yeah, you can do it, you know, um, and I've always kind of been a positive, futuristic thinking person. And I don't know if that was how I was born. Maybe it was. I always tended to be loving and, and tended to be a friend and a very compassionate person, I think, from what I'm told. My mom said I can around. One of the nicest people out there, folks. Yeah, you know. that's what my wife says, too. She's like, Greg, you know, always would come around, check on us, make sure everybody's okay, and if they need anything. Yeah, I don't know. I guess that's who I was. But at the time, though, there was like, I mentioned this in previous podcasts. When I was real young, I, I was probably, I was maybe in my teens early teens 10 to 13 or so i was overweight and i was just you know felt depressed kind of upset about that right i wasn't like the other kids and um you know it was sort of a hopelessness um because i feel like this is just who i am like they're them and i'm me and this is reality and i started reading books and things that would try to change my mindset and then there was a point where like i would 
try to do things to change my body. But as like anybody who's trying to lose weight, you know, you know that struggle, right? You exercise a little bit and you do a little bit of this that you don't ever see results and your beliefs go down. So what I saw was that I had the potential to lose the weight, but you had to take massive action to make it happen. And so I took the massive action. There was a point in time where I said, no more. I, I, the pain of not being in shape was greater than the pain I was, you know, of getting in shape. And so I just kind of burned the bridge and went for it, took massive action. And then what I started to see was results. And then when I got results, it lifted up my beliefs. Like I realized, okay, if I do this, then it is possible. And my beliefs further my potential. And the more I did potential, I say then I got, took more action, got better results, got stronger beliefs. And it just sort of like, like a circle. It got bigger and bigger. Then you realize, whoa, I am in complete control of my destiny. Mr. Magnese. That's <laughs> right, baby. The beast. Well, the, well, y'all are crazy. <laughs> yes, there's some, you know, parts of my life. Yeah, anyway, whatever. But anyway, yes. <laughs> um, that I think that's what got me thinking that's that awesome, anything's truly. possible. And it's so crazy how many people live their life with this sort of ball and chain, like they're in prison, and life is what it is to them. It happened to them, but they don't realize life is happening for them, and all the resources are available, but sometimes it's just having the right person um, whether it's you yourself finding the strength or mm-hmm. finding somebody who can give you that strength to accomplish that thing. You know, I think most of us are probably born with, uh, you know, the ability to dream big uh, and have a great imagination. I know having small children and being around a bunch of small children, you certainly see the grandiose ideas and the things that, uh, you know, they believe that I'm capable of looking at my own kids, my four-year-old thinks that I can fix anything and uh, truth be told I'm really not that great at fixing things (laughs) I uh, try to get after some of that stuff and half the time I'll probably break it even further but you know most of the kids that have been around they just they don't see limitations they just see new adventures new ideas just greater things out there that are you know let's go get it let's go accomplish it Um, they don't even take a, a second thought so I think you're right. You know, some of those things can be lost over time with people telling them no. Um, People who start off um, and struggle and fail at things, but, uh, you know, they don't fail in a manner that they um, figure out a way to overcome whatever the adversity is. And they just, you know, personally get beat down and uh, may surrender to some of those failures. So to me, I think... Most of us are probably just hardwired as kids. Uh, if we can just remember back what that what that's like, um, yeah. you know. And I get to relive a little bit of that with uh, all the little ones I have around, and another one coming in a few more months. So I get to hold on that for a little bit longer and come back and tell y'all stories about it. <laughs> that is awesome. It's actually very true. Steve's right on point. Your kids are running around fearless, super imaginations. Anything's possible. I'm going to be an astronaut. I'm going to build a spaceship. I'm going to do it. It's happening right there. But you think about it as a kid, you know, when you're kind of pushing the limits, what are you told? No, you can't do that. No, you can't do that. Don't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. That's bad. Can't do that. And over time in that formation of discipline, no, 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 you can't, you can't, you can't. I think our minds in that early stage of development are because you're, you know, between what is it like between two and five, that's where these beliefs are formed. And that's when kids are usually terrible twos. Right. And so then (laughs) you're basically ingrained. I can't, there's boundaries, there's limitations to what I can be and do. And not that you're telling them they can't be something big. You're just disengaging them for their own safety. What happens subconsciously is I think they become, they limit themselves because of their parents tell them that. 
Yeah, and I think a little shout out to our good buddy Jorge here. Craig's oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> brother-in-law. Jorge. Um, I was actually with him earlier today, and we were talking about the podcast and our website and some other things we're trying to get accomplished here. And he's right, too, with this. When you're dreaming or wanting something to happen, you got to get a, take a step out there and get started somewhere. Because um, we've, we've talked about potentially trying to get some videos made of this stuff, and you can do it all perfectly and have... Corey was telling me, I don't know, three or four cameras set up and one's doing this and one's doing that and one's videoing this and you cut out this and he's like, but just start with one. And once you can get with one, then you can go to two. And I think, Craig, you've talked about some of that kind of stuff with your uh, your good old friend. I can't think of his name. Tony. Ah! <laughs> my boy, Tony. Oh, my buddy, Tony. <laughs> Tony, that's right. Um, that was a dramatic pause. I don't know if you really forgot who he was. But you're not. right. You're I right. really did for a minute. Oh. I was like... It's now just you, take the first step, yeah, take action. And I think about that a lot. And I think like in your own situation, I appreciate you sharing that with us, Greg, uh, about some of your own personal um, dreams and accomplishments, especially with the weight situation. You were able to get to a place, did some reading, mentally got to a place where you wanted to do the hop, but then you had to start somewhere and ha- take massive action. I think that's a great way of putting it um, that we could all apply in our own lives in some form of the fashion for sure. And I do think, John, you're right. The child I had written down the childlike, a lot of us have that, um, and we lose it somewhere along the way. And you can always have um, the ability to do that. And I kind of alluded to on the prelude, I don't watch near as much TV, uh, sports TV as I used to, but I think it's pretty cool that Phil Mickelson, at 50 years old, won a major, the oldest person in the history of golf, to win a major championship this past weekend. I mean, he's 50. And he's out there competing with people that uh, weren't even alive, some of them that are playing like when he like first started or something like that. And it kind of goes to show, too, if you, and he was talking about that, mentally, like, blocking out all the noise, doing some meditation, which I thought was pretty cool, um, and bringing yourself into a place where you have to have a belief in yourself to be able to accomplish that dream. So I think there's a lot to be said about having a belief in whatever you're trying to dream and that it can become a reality. What y'all think about that? No, I agree. You definitely have to have a belief that, uh, you know, whatever dream goal you have is attainable and then put in the the work steps like we talked about. Uh, But another thing that I think is super important is to, um, you know, every so often you need to self-critique yourself and take a step back like CC was talking about and saying, okay, what what have I accomplished? How did I get there? And in what ways did I fail? And, uh, you know, if you can learn from, you know, your failures uh, and don't just uh, get yourself uh, emotionally distraught or beat down by those um, non-achievements. Um, you know, you could you can't even turn those things into achievement uh, achievements, in my opinion. You know, say, OK, well, this isn't this avenue that I took didn't work. Maybe I'm going to try this direction. But I think it's important to self-check and uh, just make sure that you're heading in the direction that you are trying to go. I think Steve's right. Um, each time you fail is an opportunity to learn because you mm-hmm. hopefully won't make that mistake again or it won't be as painful because you've learned how to rebound from it. Um, I think our primitive brains keep us from taking these chances. It's that fear complex. You know, you look back in our early ancestors. We talked about this before. Fear was I might die because there's people trying to kill me, take my food, take my home. It was just kind of that. And, and that's how we, it's there to preserve life. Well, I think today we still have that same gut reaction um, to starting new things. It's fear of ridicule, of failure, of embarrassment. Our bodies perceive it as life and death. But at the end of the day, you're not going to die, right? Mm-hmm. I think people, a lot of times when they try something that didn't work out, realize, hey, like, I'm still standing. You know, I didn't die physically. 
And so I think, you know, if you can get through those emotions and just realize that, you know, those failures are actually huge opportunities to get stronger. And like we mentioned earlier, just keep pushing forward. It's something I thought about too. Um, If you had to, let's say somebody said, I want you to read 10 books this month and I want you to go jog a mile a day for say three days in a week. You're like, oh, well, whatever. You know, let's say that doing that helped you accomplish the goal of losing the weight and getting a new skill. Well, how bad do you want it? You know, like what is what is the picture you're painting of your life if you do those things? And I think it has to be strong enough for us. If you just say, you know, if it's not an overwhelming, convincing belief that you want it so bad you're willing to do anything for it, you might not do it. But if you say, well, your child will die if you don't read these 10 bucks in this period of time and run I'll be damned. You will find a way to make it happen. (laughs) No doubt. If that means you're staying up all night, if that means you're getting up early, you're going to read the books, you're going to do the exercise because now there's a different thing at stake. The ante's been raised. The ante's been raised. So everybody has the potential. Like everybody's got the potential to do the thing. It's just what is your drive to accomplish it? And I think if you can create a big enough reason why – and make it compelling and convincing to the extent that your own kids would die, you know, I think you'll find a way to make it happen. Or hopefully you will. (laughs) And if you're not there, just keep building it up. I think that's super powerful, Craig. Um, Craig is on fire today. Dude. I know. I, I'm loving it. These are my so favorite. Said, Tony, and all of a sudden, he started. It was like these he are just my favorite down. things, dude. Uh, but I think the motivation for why you're doing something or wanting something, again, it kind of goes back to: is it just a dream that you're dreaming about, kind of in la la land, but really never going to become a reality in your your head, or is it like a true dream that you want to accomplish? Um, I think those are two different things. And I, another thing that I think is pretty cool when it comes to um, dreams. I was watching last night. I caught only part of it, but they had a show on Skip Bergman, who used to be the legendary baseball coach at LSU, won several national titles there. Took a program that was like couldn't get girlfriends and uh, family in the stands to to be in the most. <laughs> couldn't litter- get girlfriends. Didn't know where you were going with that. <laughs> okay, go ahead. couldn't get them in the stands and to now selling out i think the largest most attendance i don't even know in the last 10 15 years uh each year breaking the attendance records and he had this thing um hold the rope is what it's called but it's kind of like passing it from one person to the next uh when you're going on but he talks a lot like in his um pre-game speeches he always had a story always had some type of motivation in there always had some type of drive but he was saying something along the lines in the documentary of like he would picture, close his eyes, and picture what his dreams were of them winning the national championship, of so-and-so hitting a walk-off home run. I think he said it was like Brad Cressy who actually wound up hitting a walk-off single and knocking in a guy to win one. Like He would dream it, and he was saying if you dreamed it, visualize it enough, it can become a reality. But it's, again, kind of down to the to the mental framework and belief of something so much that you want it so bad that you will do whatever it takes to make it a reality. No, the mental mindset is super important, awesome. and uh, you know you see those visualize, visualize techniques that are used throughout sporting uh, events just on every level nowadays. Uh, you know, with the sports psychologist, um, yeah. you know it's been proven mm-hmm. that you know if you visualize, you you see yourself succeed. You go through the the emotions of what has to be done in order to achieve that. There's a, there's a big benefit to that. I think it's awesome, like painting a picture, like see yourself in the position of where you want to be, mm-hmm. like live it and just see it with great, great clarity. And the more detail you can give it, the more reality, the more likely you'll make it a reality. And, you know, we talk about 
people's lives, like in my case, shaping, giving me a certain belief system. But a lot of times, we mentioned this before, you can't always tell yourself something you need to hear. So consider, you know, let's say there's books that have been known to encourage people, motivational books, or whatever inspiration, whether it's Tony Robbins or a conference or a seminar, you know, challenge yourself to read one book a month. And if you do that over 12 months, you, your mindset will change because you'll start to adopt these, these behaviors, these habits, these thoughts. Maybe it's finding a mentor of somebody who's already living the life you want or doing what you're doing and say, Hey man, like I want to be here. So you're there. Can you give me any pointers? And just getting wisdom from somebody who's already done it, I think is a good way to start taking that step. Cause if you just sit there and go, I wish, I wish, I really wish, wish, wish this would happen. I wish it would happen. But you don't have any tools to take that step. Um, you may keep doing that. And then 10 years will turn to 20 years and you're like, wow. You know, so I think, you know, books, mentors, uh, examples, seminars, you know, just feed your mind with everything you can to help you accomplish it. Painting the picture, like you said, I think that's huge. Yeah. You know, I think it's important because, you know, like we've talked about on many other podcasts, a lot of times, um, you know, you may get stuck in life, um, you know, doing, Get, get in a rut, getting somewhere where you want to get out of and you have difficulty, you know, getting through it. Um, you know, and we, you know, talked about, you know, having somebody that you can lean on, that you can bounce off ideas. Uh, but books, uh, there's a lot of videos that are other great resources, you know, like you're talking about that you can get a different perspective uh, on things and you may hear something um, in a different way that will resonate with you and uh, help you get out of that spot. Yeah. To achieve your ultimate goal. And uh, there's biographies of people who've had really rough lives and have accomplished amazing things that can be inspiring. You know, what do you think? Yeah, you know, Craig, you talked about like this, the example you gave of, yeah, if your kid was going to die, you would hop, you would get hot running and reading some books. And I think one thing I, I, I myself and my own head go to is at some point, I mean, God willing, I'm going to get be able to look back on my life and be like, well, this was a good run whenever I'm not physically able maybe at some point to do some of the things I can do now and that will motivate me and inspire me to be like look this is something that may be really well out there but I'm gonna go try it because I think one of my personal fears in life is I don't want to look back and be like man when I had the time I didn't just try it because like you said Craig for the most part God willing you're still going to be standing but I think we let the fear or whatever of getting in the way of that dream paralyze us from not trying it and even if you don't accomplish it you're going to get a lot further than you were sitting there. Um, so I think for myself personally, the motivation I use is, hey, at some point, you're not going to be able to do this anymore. You're only kind of young for so long. You can only do whatever. And I'm I, I'm a big believer in still set uh, goals and dreams whenever you're older, for sure. Take good old Phil. Um, but there's only a point where you have like just, I mean, it's the way we are, the way we're built. We're going to age. Time's going to go by. And I don't want to look back and be like, man, I didn't do X, Y, and Z. Yeah, like you don't want to die with regret. Mm -hmm. You know, even if it didn't work out, I'll be darned, you sure went for it. Word, brother. Right? And so looking back, you, if you, you know, I can see myself standing there at 90 years old, hopefully I live that long, going, man, I wish I would have done this. But what was I afraid of? Was I afraid of the, the laughter, the ridicule, the jokes that I, somebody was going to try to define how I feel about myself? Well, that person that was in the way or those people, they're living their life. They're doing whatever they're doing. Why'd you let them stop you? Word. You know, so I just think anybody out there that's facing fear of ridicule or judgment from families, there's a show I love, um, The Greatest Showman. Did y'all oh, see yeah. that? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, seen it. oh, brother, great movie. And it's it's kind of about this young kid what who has these, called? The Greatest Showman. <clears throat> Everyone knows it but you, hot dog. It's kind of a musical <laughs> musical movie about okay. this guy who started a, a circus. Um, 
you should watch it. Lord of the Circus, man, John. Oh, yeah. That's great, dude. <laughs> we we listen we watch it a lot. And, and the we soundtrack. Sing it, we dance. Oh man, we dance to that a lot. <laughs> All right, your homework? Watch <laughs> the greatest show, man. <laughs> well, I'll throw that onto the list. Oh man. All right, guys. Um, it's time for the good old weekly segment of what made you hit the gas and what made you pump the brakes. And this week we're gonna throw it over to our boy CC. What you got, buddy? CC Hey guys, oh, I got a few things. Um, here we are coming off of COVID and hurricanes, and disasters, crazy 2020. And I think everybody's excited to see the opportunity to start traveling and start living life. You know, we were pretty much locked in our house last year. Well, as we wrapped our year up, um, my eighth, my youngest daughter graduated eighth grade. So that was a little milestone. We Shout got out to, to you. celebrate moving up in life. And it's kind of, kind of wild when your baby's moving into high school because then you see it coming, right? Your kids are getting older, and there's going to be a day where they won't be in the house. I mean, I'm just trying to cherish every moment. My oldest came home from college. She's with us this summer. So we have everybody in the house, and now we can travel. So we're taking a little trip here in a week, and um, we're going to be just spending that time together, traveling, enjoying it. And so it kind of goes back to you know having dreams, and you want dreams for your family, but don't get lost in your dream if it's at the expense of your family. So be sure to take the time to be with them because one day your baby will be in high school and one day they won't be with you anymore and so at least in the house and so (laughs) you know all those realities make you make it make it you know put it in perspective and so yeah it's exciting we're doing that spending family time hitting the brakes so we can hit the gas there you go, buddy. That's what uh, I'm talking about. <laughs> looking forward to hearing how it goes, and we appreciate uh, everybody tuning in with us today. I would I would challenge everybody never to give up on your dreams. Uh, always good to create some new dreams as well. Just for hot dog. I mean, once becoming a reality here with this trip, coming to Boston, and like I said, it's a dream for hot dog. Um, we get to watch John throw it back to his old school travel days. It ought to be good for me and UCC. <laughs> and as usual, we all we owe all the credit to Craig. So <laughs> crazy. We'll be uh, looking forward to updating y'all here in a few weeks on the trip. And until next time, we'll catch y'all later. Aye. Hey y'all! If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Perfect timing, sun is shining, nothing more I need. Yeah. If you feel like this your best life, won't you sing with me?